So as we begin the formal sitting period, <clears throat> it's good to remember that awareness training is about recognizing the present moment's experience. It's not about creating some altered state of mind. It's not about getting rid of what's going on. It's not about trying to fix things or make them better. It's about just, in a very simple, natural way, just acknowledging what of the present moment is being known. So as we settle into the sitting posture, we're quite naturally monitoring what it feels like in the body to sit and to assume our sitting posture and to feel somewhat comfortable or at ease. And we do that by just paying attention to what the body feels like. Well, just recognize that that's what's being known. These body sensations of settling into the sitting posture are being known. We don't have to do anything about that. We don't have to look in any particular way or at any particular area of the body. We just feel the body coming to a natural stillness in the sitting posture. And whatever you feel in whatever posture you have taken, that's the present moment's experience. So there's the experience of the body and there's the knowing of it. So as we settle into the body, we're aware of feeling the body in the sitting posture. We also might want to take notice of how we experience the environment of the room in which we're sitting. And for some of you, you'll be noticing the temperature of the room which may feel a little cool for you or might feel a little warm for you. Just notice how it is for you to feel the temperature of the room. Others of you may be noticing the ambient odor in the room. You don't have to go looking for it, but you just may notice that there is, for you, an ambient odor in the room. Just acknowledge that. There's the odor and the awareness of it. Others of you may be attuned to the ambient silence and stillness of the room. Again, you don't have to look for anything in particular, but you may just be noticing it. There's the silence and the stillness and the knowing of it. Others of you may be attending to the sounds that appear in the room or outside the room or the sound of my voice. Well, there's sounds, the hearing of them, and the knowing of that. In this way, we're just acknowledging how the present moment of the environment is being experienced. The attitude of mind, of awareness, is open, receptive, observing, without judgment, without expectation, but just a willingness 
to be present with what arises in this moment. You don't have to look for any particular experience to take note of. You can let anything of the present moment call your attention, recognize that, and the knowing of it. Check to see if the body is relaxed or at ease. And check to see if the mind too is relaxed and at ease. You might take a look at and notice the ambient flavor of the mind this morning. Is there some level of expectation or excitement or maybe anticipation? Is there a sense of ease and allowing in the mind? Or is there already a sense of struggle in the mind? These things just, just arise due to their own causes and conditions. All we're doing with our awareness training is noticing what is present. We're not sitting in judgment of it. This is good, this is bad. I don't like this, I want to get rid of that. I'm not supposed to be experiencing this. None of that is necessary in awareness training. But rather just a willingness to turn to the present moment's experience as it calls our attention and to recognize that. Some of you are familiar with directing your attention to a primary object like the breath and the belly, the chest, the nostrils. Or maybe some of you are familiar with attending to the sitting posture as a whole. It's okay to use a chosen object like that if that's your practice, but check the attitude of mind that is not trying to create some special effects through your awareness training. It's not trying to limit what is being noticed, but it's just turned in the direction of the primary object. And even while we recurringly attend to the primary object, quite naturally, the mind will notice other experiences. The sound of the bird outside, strong sensations that arise in the body, moods that kind of flow through the mind. When you recognize any of these, or when, you, when your attention is called to any of these other experiences other than your primary object, Recognize that. Oh, sounds are being known. Sensations are being known. Moods are being known. And your primary object, periodically, is also being known. We don't need to struggle to stay with just the primary object. The mind is much more expansive, receptive, and open than that. So we're not trying to squeeze our attention down to a single momentary experience, but rather staying open to whatever calls our attention and recognizing that that's what's being known. Quite naturally, the mind is knowing something in every moment. Something is being known because it has arisen. We can just track which objects are being known, or we can track the continuity of the knowing. With this practice, we're more interested in acknowledging and attending to the continuity of the knowing, rather than what in particular is being known.
So throughout the sitting, just periodically check and ask yourself, what is being known? And is there an awareness of it? Or what is being experienced? And are you aware of it? Periodically checking the attitude of mind that is open, that it is willing to receive the present moment and to acknowledge it. Just do the best you can with recognizing present moment experience. And whenever you've been, discover you've been lost in thought or have forgotten to pay attention, okay, that's what you're aware of, lost in thought, forgetfulness. But in that moment, there's remembering the present moment. Just do the best you can. Let that be good enough without a sense of struggle to create or avoid anything.
Notice how naturally strong sensations in the body are known. We don't have to plan to notice them. We don't have to turn our attention in a certain way to notice them. When they arise in the body, they are spontaneously known, effortlessly. Recognizing that is awareness. What else is your awareness noticing spontaneously without intention or effort? Recognize that.
if you're using a primary object in your practice, like the breath or posture, don't struggle to stay with it. Notice it when it's there and your attention is drawn to it. And when your attention notices other experiences, recognize that. Recognize the experience, what is being known, and recognize the awareness of it. We don't need to struggle with anything in our practice. We just need to see what is arising and being known.
<coughs> periodically refresh your attention, awakening from that stupor or trance-like semi-mindfulness. Clearly recognize the present moment's experience that is being known and be willing to let the experience change from moment to moment. Let yourself rest back with the awareness that notices all this. We don't need to rush. We don't need to struggle. We don't need to focus. We just need to recognize that awareness is quite effortless in noticing what is arising in the present moment. Look to your own mind, see that this is so.
So each day at this sitting we will offer additional uh, instruction. And at the end of the sitting, at this time, we'll take questions from you, or if you don't have questions, we'll ask you questions about your experience. So, how'd it go? Or, what'd you notice? between those two seems pretty seamless uh-huh. <laughs> and um, I wonder if you could say something about when I'm lost in thought or interpretation sure. Sure. Uh, here. Right. so the comment is awareness she's been aware of her body sensations quite easy and then at other times she notices that she's off thinking or commenting uh, kind of aware that that's going on but when she notices that, then she comes back to kind of a more present moment awareness. And she said that seems all pretty seamless. Yeah, I mean, where else would you go if you weren't just kind of here or there? I mean, hello. <laughs> What's the right. difference between the... Oh, I mean, I, the question I was sitting with when we came out was, in my mind, it feels, almost, it feels like the same mind. I'm aware of... Um, Present moment experience, and I feel so, just as aware, but it turns out I'm really in commentary, and I'm not aware of what's going on here. Great. Okay, so what she's saying is that when she's here with the body, she feels presently aware, but when she's lost in thought, doesn't quite feel aware. Well, let, let me let me just point to something. When we're lost in thought, you know, we're trying to pay attention to the present moment. And the mind wanders off into thoughts or commentary or something. When we're lost in thought like that, we don't know anything. We don't know we're lost in thought. We don't know we're sitting. We don't know we're a human being. We don't know we're a spirit rock. We don't know what time it is. We don't know anything. We're totally gone. There's no awareness there. When, when awareness re-arises and we notice that, oh, I've been lost in thought. We can look back and see, sometimes, everything we've been thinking about. But at the time it was happening, absent. (laughs) Not there. That's no awareness. The mind is knowing in every moment, but we're not aware in every moment. So that's what we want to distinguish. Just because the mind is knowing something doesn't mean you're aware of it. Okay? So what we're training in here is the awareness We don't have to make the mind know anything. It does that automatically. What we want to notice is what is being known and the fact of the knowing, that's awareness. Yes? So the comment of Saito's number 11, uh, attitude for mind, he says only, what number 11, only when there is no greed, aversion, or anxiety are you truly meditating. Well, let me just ask you, when you're feeling very anxious, are you aware that you're anxious? Or are you lost in the anxiety? Is the feeling, is the experience, I'm anxious? Or is the experience, anxiety is being known? Hmm. I think that it is, uh, uh-oh, you know, what if this or that happens? I think it is being lost. So when we feel like, I'm anxious, we're lost in it. Now we may know that there's this, at some level, we know, oh yeah, there's, 
I'm feeling really agitated, da, da, da. But we're not aware, we're not stepped back and kind of watching it like, oh, there's anxiety has arisen. It's we're totally identified with that. I'm anxious. Or I'm fearful or whatever. So when he says truly meditating, he's saying that there is that lack of identification with the experience. Yeah, we, we're, we're doing the best we can. We're making a lot of effort. We're, we're trying to understand things. And conventionally speaking, we'd say, yeah, we're meditating, we're working on it, but still very identified. So there's not an ease, there's not, a, there's not that one element of true meditation that he's, he's defining it as, that non-identification with what has arisen. We'll, we'll be speaking a lot more about that identification and right view of experience. We'll be speaking a lot more about that, but for now. Yeah. I found that um, as my mind wandered or slipped off into a lovely sleep, um, that I would, you know, my, my uh, I don't want to say it's a habit, but my practice is always to come back to the breath. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So the comment is when I'm going to adjust your what you said. When the mind wanders off and you get sleepy and she notices that her prior instruction is to come back to the breath, reconnect with some present moment experience, ground your attention in that, focus on that and kind of be present for the next breath, right? Hey, I've taught that practice for 30 years. I mean, I've done that for 30 years. I've practiced that for, and taught it for 20 years. So I know where you got that. So, and it's also a really good practice. There's nothing wrong with that practice, okay? Let me just say that. That's a good thing to do. But for this particular practice, and for this period of time, I would ask you to not do that. And I'll tell you why. Da, 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 da. Something's going on, you, you fall asleep, or your mind wanders off, da, 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 da. and then at some point you recognize presence of mind again. Right? You don't have to do anything more than that. That's it. You're, you're back. You're there already. Recognize that. It, you're not, you don't become aware because you've gone back to your primary object, the breath. That's not when you become aware. You're already aware. You're aware of, here I am. Again. Right? Where's the anchor? Where's the... Awareness. Ah. Recognize the awareness. As soon as you come out of that drifty, dreamy train of thought, or you recognize that, oh, you've been sleepy or dull and not paying attention, as soon as you recognize that, there's awareness. Let that be the anchor. If you need an anchor, let that be the anchor. What you're aware of, whether it's sleepiness, wandering mind, or the breath, really doesn't matter. What's important is you recognize the awareness. Is the awareness, you know, like naming? I name this sound, I name this, this is planning mind. Noting, noting, and naming, labeling our experience is another technique that we've all practiced in taught for decades, and it's a good technique, naming your experience, but for this practice, <laughs> I would suggest not naming. Just recognize. How can you put a label and a name on something if you don't recognize what it is? You cannot. Okay, trust that you already recognize it. Maybe you don't have a precise word for it. You don't need the precise word. But the awareness, you can recognize the awareness is already happening. And you've already recognized that. What you're aware of, don't, don't get... Uh, you know, a lot of the practices that we've done in the past have been object-oriented practices. We're going after the object, the in-breath, the out-breath, the sensation, the thought, the mood, the mental state, the thought, whatever, the emotion. Looking at the object like that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, turn around and look at this. Oh, the awareness. 
awareness of it. You don't have to go focusing like this on the object. You just have to recognize that awareness is happening and these objects are being known. Sleepiness included, breath, thoughts, moods, sensations in the body. Okay? When you're in a meditative space, there is the quality of spaciousness that Quality of spaciousness arises. So, you know, I'm not, I'm wondering if that, uh, which is, is, a, is recognizable, is, is an awareness to it. You recognize or you're aware of this feeling of spaciousness. Yes. Okay. Okay, so spaciousness may be fuzzy. It's, 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 it's a good place to be. It's a nice place to be. Sure, okay. Momentarily. Momentarily. <laughs> okay, so, so let, me just, let me just kind of articulate what I heard you say. That sometimes in meditation you find yourself in a kind of a spacious place and there's an awareness of spaciousness. Hmm? Equanimity. Oh, equanimity. Yeah. Spaciousness or equanimity? Oh, so there's a whole there's a whole package of stuff going on there. Spaciousness, equanimity, enjoying, liking, and awareness is all in there at once. Okay, that's what's being known. This this package of stuff has arisen. We'll, we'll call it spacious equanimity with with fuzzy. Okay, <laughs> so spacious equanimity with fuzzy has has arisen, right? Right, and there's the awareness of it. I'm using I'm using three-dimensional instruction. Spacious, equanimous, fuzzy has arisen. And there's awareness of it. Don't get fascinated with the spacious, equanimity, fuzziness. Recognize this awareness. That's all I'm asking you. This is right. And if it isn't spacious, equanimity, and fuzziness, it's going to be a thought, a sensation, or anger, irritation, confusion, or doubt. Sounds like there might have been a little doubt in there. Doubt... Fuzziness is doubt, and fuzziness, equanimity, and spaciousness with doubt has arisen. <laughs> Just notice that. Recognize the awareness of it. Okay. It's like I'm, I'm going to I'm going to use what you said as an example. I don't mean to be picking on you, but we all have this kind of thing. You know, if you're a great Italian cook, and you can cook any Italian food imaginable, of course you know how to use tomatoes, right? Yeah, because a lot of cooking, Italian cooking is with tomatoes. And then you come to, you know, you go to, I don't know, Iceland somewhere where they don't have tomatoes. And you've got to cook. What are you going to do? Ha, don't know how to cook. You know how to cook, but you don't know how to cook without tomatoes. Okay, same thing. Take your practice here. Take your practice before here. All that Italian cooking, you put it aside. You're in Iceland now. <laughs> There's no tomatoes here. Okay? Think of it like that. What would you do? You've got to eat. One last comment, question. Okay, I want a guy. I mean, it's like, there's a guy. Okay. Is awareness a state? That's the question. You know what, um, for right now, I'm not going to answer that question as yes or no, okay? But what I'd like you to do is to recognize 
that questioning has arisen in the mind and it's being known. For you. Questioning has arisen and it's being known. The content of the question, not important. What's important is that you recognize that questioning has arisen and it's being known. That's awareness. What we're cultivating here in this practice is the awareness. Okay? If you cultivate awareness, you will answer your own question. As my teacher used to say, one of my teachers, Saito Pandita, used to say, when I'd come in with questions, he'd say, I can answer your question, but for every question I answer, you're going to have two more. But if you keep practicing, you'll answer your own question, and there'll be no doubt. So I'm going to toss that back to you. But the way to do that is, the way to do that is to recognize questioning has arisen, and it's being known. Recognize the awareness of it. The content of the question is awareness a state? You don't need to answer that. You know, can you cook without tomatoes? You don't need to answer that. Yeah. What you need to do is notice that that's what's going on. Your practice will answer the question for you. Okay. What, what was that state of mind? Um, uh, most of you didn't notice. So I said, you know, blah, 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 practice that way. And he goes, <laughs> kind of like, Oh, okay. I was just wondering what that state of mind was. Do, were you aware of that state of mind? Huh? That's what we're doing. We're practicing awareness of every moment. Like that. So you go like that. Were you aware of that? Yes? When you nod your head, yes. Are you aware of that? When you laugh, are you aware of that? And your eyebrows go, you like that? Are you aware of that? And you smile, are you, like, are you aware of that? Moment to moment from the time you wake up to the time you fall asleep. Everything. So it's not about just sitting with your eyes closed in the hall. It's not about walking with your, you know, kind of slowly out there back and forth. It's whatever you do. You have three hours now. Three hours. (laughs) One moment at a time. That's all. It's just one moment at a time. You don't have to plan what you're going to do for the next three hours. You don't have to build an internal schedule. You don't have to look at your watch again for the next three hours. You just, when you sit, notice. When you walk, notice. When you go to the toilet, notice. When you're up wandering around wondering what to do, notice that. Carol just told me there's a lot of new people here who haven't practiced before. They don't know anything about walking. Everybody knows how. Anybody here doesn't know how to walk? <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> we all know how to walk, right? But what we don't know is how to pay attention, how to be aware of walking. So, right? You know, and, and the other thing is, if you can't have fun doing this, you're going to struggle. You're really going to struggle. So have fun with it. Uh, when you walk, put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> You know, it's, it's just like normal walking, you know. We learned it when we were one or two. But what we didn't learn is how to be aware that we're walking. Okay? So really, you can walk fast, slow, normal pace. Saito Tejaniya suggests normal pace. I would suggest slightly less than normal pace. Not microscopically slow, but just languidly. I like the word languid. You know, kind of languid. Not casual. Relax, though. Relax body, relax mind. Just be aware of what you're doing. When your mind is off in the hill somewhere, bring it back. Present moment. Or recognize that you're off in the hills. Okay, like that. Some people you'll see walking back and forth just 10 or 15 steps. That's okay, you can do that. Some people will just go for a wander down the, down the hill out to the road and back. There's a lot of construction down there. Probably better not to go there. That'd be really distracting. And distracting, you know, we think it interrupts our meditation. (laughs) By the end of the retreat, we'll have you going down there just to see if it does interrupt your meditation. Okay? Um, So should we let them go at it for three hours? Or should we bring them back here? The one thing I say is notice why they switch positions. 
Sayadaw Tejaniya has this has this habit of when people are walking, you know, they walk a certain distance and they stop and they turn around and they come back or they da-da. he says, Why did you turn around? When you go when you walk somewhere, why do you turn left instead of right? Why do you turn around when you turn around? Why do you come in and sit when you sit? Why do you get up when you get up? What is going on in the mind that motivates you to change your posture or to change the practice, the form of practice, from sitting to walking? How do you know when you've got to go to the toilet? Are you aware of what's going on when you've got to go to the toilet? I mean, evidently we are. We don't pee our pants too often, but, you know, are you aware of it in your mind? There's so much to be known. You know, get really curious. Get really interested in what is unfolding for you. This is your life. This is your life for the next three hours, just moment after moment. You got nothing to do, no expectations, no obligations, nothing. You just have to pay attention. Have fun. Well, we'll do lunch. Yeah, three hours to lunch. And then that's a big, a big distraction. Okay? Will there be a bell or something to say three hours is up? There'll be a lunch bell, I think. Yeah, huh? lunch There's a lunch bell. Okay, so if you don't hear anything until then, no problem. Maybe somebody come back in the afternoon and give them a little primer. Yeah. Huh? Mm. If there's no schedule. It's, it's totally empty. So 2.15... So at 2.15, just as a kind of a support for practice, uh, there will be someone in the hall here to offer some reminders. So if you come to the hall at 2.15, there will be some further instruction and reminder to kind of prep you for the afternoon's session. Okay. Of course you won't have abandoned awareness all that time anyway. Oh, right. 2.15 after lunch, yeah. Okay. Don't get lost in the vastness of the whole day before you come back here. (laughs) 